Hi, welcome to Jenny's Uncensored Pennies. I am Jennifer Marie Martinez. And I am Adam Herrera. If you're listening for the first time, thank you for tuning in. And if you are tuning in again, welcome back. Today we are going to talk about forgiveness. Forgiveness. <laughs> it's more than saying sorry. Oh my God, you just had to. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I've had it in my head. Every time I hear the word forgiveness, that's what comes to my mind. Yeah. Uh, for a lot of you don't know us personally, uh, I personally love to reference movies. <laughs> and that's a reference to this movie, Just Friends. And it's Anna Ferris and Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. That star in it and Anna Ferris breaks into songs. She's like, what is she in that? Like, uh, a- she's like a... A washed up pop star yeah kind of and she like she thinks she's super famous and um she yeah she's just really like ditzy and funny and it's yeah it's, it's just like one of her like most common roles yeah <laughs> but anyway forgiveness is more than saying sorry absolutely and according to the merriam-webster def- dictionary excuse me The definition is to cease to feel resentment against an offender. So cease to feel resentment. So letting go, stopping that feeling of resentment towards the person that hurt you. Mm -hmm. Did you have any definitions that you... Oh, I don't have them pulled up. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah, maybe later I'll I'll pull it up again. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well then, right along. But like, what what comes to mind um, is like, like letting go or like of your the ego, like your pride, and um, just yeah, for, forgiving yourself and then forgiving the other person. It's 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 like a it's a very like grown up thing to do. Or like a very um, I don't what what what's the word I'm looking for? What do you think? Uh, well, thank you. You're talking about what forgiveness means to you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it does take a level of growth to forgive somebody. I think. I mean, as children, I I think that it's like easier maybe like little things happen and people are constantly apologizing like bumping into you or whatever and that happens as a as adults also right mm-hmm. um you bump into somebody you say i'm sorry like oh i didn't mean to i didn't see where i was going or whatever and the person usually re- replies with it's okay or whatever and so as kids i think that that's easier i don't know that as kids people are apologizing for like the big profound things which i think that's what you're leading to is that like the deep hurts, right? Yeah. Where you actually, like, it hurts you and you're carrying these feelings of resentment or anger towards the person that hurt you. Mm-hmm. I don't think we know what that is really as kids. We just feel what, like, uns- I know it's really loud. We just feel, like, unsafe maybe towards people. Um, and as an adult, going back to what you were saying... Yeah, there is those two 
those two different levels, right? Like you said, forgiving the other person, but forgiving yourself. And thank you for saying that because there absolutely is that aspect of forgiving yourself. Mm -hmm. And that does take a lot of, I think anyway, like emotional maturity or like emotional intelligence. I don't, I don't really know what the word you were looking for, but that's, that's that's actually a good word. Emotional intelligence. Like that's what comes to, to mind. Yeah. You know, you have to recognize in forgiving. And again, this is just my personal opinion and my thought process and in explaining what forgiveness means to me, it's like you're forgiving that person, right? You have to make that choice because you want to let go of those negative feelings towards that person. But then we don't realize that we also have to forgive ourselves. Um, and what that means to me is like, crap, this person hurt me. How could I let that happen? Mm-hmm. How did I not see it coming? Mm-hmm. How could I have prevented it? Right. And so then it's like that mm. or like, I should have done things different. I would have had a, a different outcome, something like that's That's what it looks like for me when I'm like... Internally. Right, when I'm like struggling with like, okay, now I don't feel this way about this person anymore. Right. The person that hurt me, but I'm feeling a certain kind of way about myself. And then processing that. Um, what do you think is harder? Like forgiving yourself or forgiving others? Oof. I think I tend to forgive the other person before I forgive myself usually. What why in that order? Or like why do you think that is? Because for me it comes like that you know, I'm when when something happens, when somebody hurts me, and that could look any sort of way, right? Um but when that happens, that's what I'm thinking about, the, that person, and I have that, like, anger towards them, or I feel betrayed, or whatever, like, all these negative feelings, and so that's what I'm concentrating on more so than, like, how could I let this happen, mm-hmm. or how, you know, the, the whole thing, and then, or I don't know, no, <laughs> now that I'm really thinking about it, it's, it, it's kind of hard, so it's that, that, inner monologue of like how could I let this happen look what you did to me Mm -hmm. about that person Mm -hmm. right and it just kind of goes I'm sorry do you think it's like a like a closure kind of thing like you forgive that person and then you're you're now kind of able to like all right so that's over with like I'm I you know forgive whoever it was and now you can like just focus on yourself. Right, exactly. And I think it also depends on who's who's the offender. Yeah. So a lot of times if the offender is somebody really close to me and depending on the level of deep hurt that I feel, then that's when I think that it's harder to forgive myself. Right. Because it's like it's one of those like, dang, I should have seen that coming as opposed to like if it's not somebody that is that close to me, then it's like it's switched. I forgive myself like, oh, man, like that was, yeah. 
man, oh well, like it's quote I, unquote easier. It's easier <laughs> to forgive myself, and I and I forgive myself first, and then it's like, all right, well, who is this person? Do they matter in my life, or what's the level? Or and, yeah. and what and it always goes back to, regardless if it's somebody close or you know if it's like if it's family, it's different. If it's friends, it's different. If it's Joe Blow, who cares? Kind of a thing, right? Yeah. But but for me, it always comes down to like now what? Like now, what does this look like in our relationship moving forward? Whatever that relationship is, mm-hmm. right? So how do you know if you've forgiven like what does that look like for you um i'm gonna stop stop the ums i think it's when you um (laughs) when you like stop thinking about it or like when you stop worrying about it like or if it really like just bothers bothers you down to your core and it's just it just feels unfinished, maybe. What's that? The towards the person or towards the action? Uh, I would think it's towards the person um, more than the than the action. Right. I think, but it, but like you said, depending on like how close you are to that person or what that person means to you, right? I think it it is a lot harder when you're kind of stuck with that person or like, you know, they're like your family or, you know, your close friend. Right. Like it's, it's a lot, it's a lot harder, but I think it, it's when you verbally, uh, express the forgiveness is mm-hmm. when you know it's kind of when it's like done. Like yeah. It, it's, it's, it's good now. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, so I've actually been thinking about this for a few years um, because it came about in a conversation with with my really close friend or one of my really close friends, Roy, who had had a conversation with his mentor and she's of a different generation and she has gone through a lot of things and I won't get into specifics, but she pretty much said something to the effect of like forgiveness is an idea like it's not something real right like you just like people just tell themselves like i've been forgiven or i have forgiven because i don't know it sounds nicer or or whatever and so then him and i had this whole conversation of like well have we forgiven how do we know we've forgiven right and for me what i told him was like well do you trust the people, right? Once they hurt you, whatever, do you trust that person? And so we were looking at that. And for me, and I guess I said that because trust very much plays a factor in in that for me, especially if it's somebody that I'm really close to or like a partner or, or what have you, right? That's how I kind of measure my forgiveness but in reality I feel that it's really when my anger or resentment towards the person right stops like Mm -hmm. you were saying like you've you've let it go Mm -hmm. you've let that go but then I'm left with the well the the action still hurts like I'm still dealing with that and 
and I think that it very much is okay to, like just because you forgave somebody and you're not angry, angry towards them or whatever, doesn't mean that, you, that the hurt goes away. And it's gonna take time and it may never go away. Mm-hmm. And for me, with certain wounds, it's like, yeah, that, that's pretty much always going to be there in the back of my mind. Or, you know, if there's some sort of, like a missed opportunity that resulted from that hurt, that's, or from the other person's action or whatever, like I'll forgive that person, I'm not angry towards them, but it doesn't change that I missed out on, on this thing, and so I'm still mourning whatever that was. And I know that that's super vague or what have you, but I'm just trying to put into words of what that, you know, what it, what it means to me and yeah. what it looks like for me when I forgive somebody because there is a tr- broken trust on any, on any level, right? Like, I, I feel like we trust the people that we, um, that come into our lives and then it's like up to them whether they break it or they don't, yeah. right? And, For sure. and so a lot of times when we're hurt, yeah, I think that it goes hand in hand. Like now you hurt me, now I don't trust you. I don't feel safe, I don't feel comfortable or however you wanna express it. And I can totally forgive the person and still be around them. Um, but then it's kind of like in the back of your head or like. Right, so I know I can't trust maybe whatever area. Mm-hmm. Um, like like I, you said something in privacy or like you. Right, so yeah. If, talking if, behind your back or. Yeah, if I confided, if that, if that was the issue, if I confided in them something that I didn't want anybody else to know and they, you know, leaked that information or whatever it was, then I know, now I know next time, like, okay, well, I'm not going to go that deep with that person. Or they throw it in my face or whatever, then I know, okay, I know I'm not going to do that. So I'm going Mm -hmm. to kind of shift the way that I am with them. And that goes back to, like, what we were talking about the last time that you and I recorded about boundaries, right? So I think for me, then it's like, okay, again, what is this relationship going to look like moving forward? What boundaries do I have to set? How am I going to protect myself essentially from that happening again? Or just being aware of like, this is what this person is capable of. So I'm going to just kind of watch myself, right? Like, Watch be, my, watch my be back. Extra vigilant. Right, be vigilant of things that might come up and not put it past that person to maybe act in this sort of way again or mm-hmm. what have you. So going back and what you said is what Roy's friend said about forgiveness, about it being like an idea mm-hmm. or like a, a, I don't know, like, like, something that we use an ex- as an excuse to it's kind of like a coping mechanism right right and like but that is trust an idea or like is like all these things that we that we say or um that we kind of like 
confiding in someone. Mm-hmm. That's an idea. Hmm. Like all, all these all these things that we use in our normal daily lives that like we don't even think about them. Right. We just say what it is. Like it, forgiveness could have been something totally different. Right. It could have been another word. All right. I mean, it's like, what are you talking about? I mean, I don't know. I, like, I, I hear you, but it's like measurements and whatever. Like, who came up with that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was just a, a stupid random thought that I no, had. It's like, not stupid. I'm just like, wait, where are you going? But no, like, the, where I'm trying to get at is it, it, it's all about, like, how we cope. Right. How we cope with different situations. Yeah, I mean, right. And so maybe one of those is like, oh, everything happens for a reason, right? So this person, I was in this situation and I was hurt in this way. And now I know this, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's about just that person, whether it's about life, whether it is about yourself or all the above. Mm-hmm. I think that that is part of, okay, so now we, okay, now we're connecting the dots. See? Yeah. I'm not job. I'm not stupid. What? No, I couldn't say you were stupid. <laughs> but yes, I think that that is part of that too. There's that learning that comes from the actual act of being hurt and the act of forgiving and moving forward. Mm-hmm. Forgiving yourself, forgiving the other person. Yeah. What um I mean, there's obviously different levels of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think we come to those, like, conclusions or, like, how do we, well, I guess it depends on, like, the, the, the level of the relationship you have with that person. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, like, can you forgive, like, a complete stranger? Well, what did they do? If they murdered somebody, let's sure. say? Like, I mean, <laughs> shoot. We're Politicians. Just, uh, would, oh, God. Basketball players or, like, people that you kind of look up to. Oh. You know, you kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like I was, I was uh, pretty upset with, for those of you who don't know, I'm from San Antonio, Texas. Cospers. And I was very upset with, like, Kawhi Leonard. For a very long yeah, time. Yeah, you're, you're kind of butthurt about that. Because he left, right? The He left the team. And here recently, or not too long ago, I guess the Spurs were playing against whatever team he's on now since we live in... He's on the Clippers. And I, I know, oh, yeah, I, he is on the Clippers. I know so. what you're talking about. The Clippers were in San Antonio, and everyone was booing Kawhi. Right. And then, and then Pop. Coach Pop, gotta love... I do love me some Popovich. He got on the mic and started saying like, hey, yeah, you know, like, we, we respect our, you know, our players. And yeah, that was, and I was like, dang. Uh-huh. And it was at that moment that I was like, I need to stop being mad at Kawhi. <laughs> and that's so silly. The but... crowd was reflecting, <laughs> projecting. <laughs> no, I mean, he was like, he was being pop, like, mm-hmm. but like a, a, a dad, like saying, this is not okay. Mm-hmm. And this is not who we are. This is like, you guys are being ridiculous. You need to stop. Yeah. yeah. And then it was at that moment that I was like, okay, Kawhi, I forgive you. That you knew you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that I recognized I was being, and it's so silly, but yeah, I guess it does. 
you know, go across like all levels. Like you're like, yeah, how do you forgive? Yeah, like, or like when Kobe like first cheated on Vanessa. Dang. Like that whole Colorado Springs thing. I don't know if y'all remember oh, that. Oh, yeah, with the masseuse yeah. massage therapist. And then he bought her this big old ring. Like multi-million dollar. Anyways, like just people that I looked up to and then they they do these, you know, messed up things. And like it, it takes like a little while to like, oh, you know, like. Trust. Yeah, trust this, per- this person or like, um, like yeah. look up to them or. Yeah, it's not feel like, a certain kind of way. Yeah, like Bad pe- way. people that you know, like you look up to and like you like praise them. You know, right? Well, and like you brought up politicians, and what comes to mind is like the Monica Lewinsky, Bill Clinton, right? And he's like, I did not have sex with that woman, <laughs> or however he talks. Um, yeah, and then it was like, man, if he, what the thought that came to me, and now I'm like, well, shoot. Am I being judgmental or what? But, like, the thought that came to my mind is, like, if that man cannot be trusted in his own house, how are we trusting him in the White House? Like To lead our country. Yeah, literally. And, I mean, maybe that's going too far or whatever, but that, that's where my mind went at the time. I mean, I can't even remember how old I was. I was, that was forever ago Yeah. when that happened. Um. So, yeah, and, I mean, obviously, now being grown than more grown than I was then it's like okay then there's a separation right like people are entitled to their private lives and people make mistakes and then the and then people are entitled to their professional lives and yes it does kind of bleed into each other on a certain level right like if somebody's being sneaky at home then you know they're probably doing some like shady stuff Mm. but maybe not to the severity that they're doing at home I don't know that maybe that's a whole other thing but yeah from that point on it was like hmm I don't know about you Bill <laughs> yeah right. you're like skeptical you're like yeah mm, I don't I don't know if I should like him anymore yeah and why did Hillary stay with them like that seems a little sketch did she really forgive him or was it just like a political play because then fast forward she's running for president still with Bill like I don't know <laughs> I don't know, maybe in that situation, and this is me as an outsider and just being totally, like, judgmental or whatever you want to call it, but maybe in that situation, it is a facade, right, for the outside people. People were hurt within their house, and they want to portray this, oh, everything's cool, everything's good, because they have their own personal agendas or whatever it's like part of the bigger picture yeah yeah i don't think that i've quite been in that type of situation um i think for me if we're talking about like looking at the bigger picture of like how how quickly do i need to get over this thing right that yeah i have been in those situations right because maybe i work with this person or Mm -hmm what have you and it's like okay yeah i i i have to go to work and i have to continue to see this person and so how am i going to deal with what happened yeah um and and it just goes back to the same thing how long am i angry towards them and then now it's like okay am i still angry towards them or am i just hurt by their action their behavior Hmm. and just 
you know, kind of just carrying that around. I think that that's different too. When I hear the whole like forgive and forget, I know it makes me think of like what, <laughs> like, like Men in Black with the yeah with that thing yeah and they, like, like a mind eraser thing mind eraser like it flashes in front of your face and then you're like oh yeah and I think that that's completely unrealistic for me personally. It's because, yeah, you again, you can forgive the per- I can forgive the person. I'm not going to forget the behavior. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to forget the hurt, right? What it, those feelings that came up or the consequences that came from their behavior, their actions, their choices, whatever, mm-hmm. right? So I'm not going to forget that. And I think that, that's the paradox, right? On one hand, I like that word. This person did this. I know that's courtesy of my therapist. Thank you. <laughs> that's the, therein lies the paradox, is what she always says. So on one hand, you again, you forgive the person. I sound like a broken record. You forgive the person. You no longer have these negative feelings towards them. And on the other hand, the behavior caused the this distrust this um the hurt these feelings and you don't forget you know mm-hmm. you can't forget that and they can yeah. both coexist and and at least that's the way that it is for me and again i'm in my mind i'm thinking of like the profound wounds hmm. there have been situations where it has taken me a long time to stop those negative feelings towards people. I mean, and I know, like, even with you, right, when things, when things have come up or whatever, and it's like, and then I'm over here, like, just being a dick towards you, like, you hurt me, you're going to pay, and this is how I'm going to be ugly towards you. I'm going to bring it up and rub it in your face every time I see you because I'm hurt and I can't believe that you did that to me. That's just every day. (laughs) (laughs) Well then. (laughs) I'm always in the doghouse. No, No, but you know, like when it, when it really is something. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, you know, because you lived it, then there eventually came the time that I was like, oh, crap. I'm telling you that I forgive you, but I'm still, I'm still throwing it in your face. That's not fair. So if I really forgive you, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop that mm-hmm. because I don't want to hurt our relationship more. Right? It kind of hinders. Right. It hinders it. It's already been hindered by whatever this was. Mm-hmm. The action, I don't want to hinder it more by freaking continuing to I'm just poisoning the water at this point Mm -hmm. right so I made that choice and I was like saying it to you and also like because now I'm I'm I want you to hold me accountable right that like dang I really need to get through this but also expressing I'm having a hard time getting I gotta get through this you see I woke up with that song in my head (laughs) Um, sorry to to cut you off (laughs) You said it. I know. <laughs> Movies, TV shows, and music, and music is, yep. is what we always go back to. Yep. But anyway, yeah, I wanted 
you to hold me accountable too. And me saying that out loud is like, I'm holding myself accountable. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm very much that person. I don't like to say that I'm going to do something and then not. Yeah. So I'm telling you like, sheesh. Okay. Yeah. This happened. I said that I forgive you. And yet I'm, I'm the one now being a jerk about this and that's not fair. And so I need to, to stop that. And yeah, obviously like here we are and I'm not in that example, like I'm not heard about the behavior or whatever, because I, I then acknowledged and accepted like my role in your like decision-making or whatever. And I completely forgave myself and I forgive you. And now, you know, we're cool. Like, I'm not afraid that you're, and and then, then that's the other thing, right? I think when you apologize for something, when somebody apologizes to me, my whole thing is like, okay, is this something that's going to come up again? Mm. Because if it's a repetitive thing, you can't just keep apologizing for the same thing. That, that's not, what? I don't know. And, and maybe I'm, I'm wrong in that. But when I apologize to somebody, it's like, hey, I acknowledge this is what I did and I was wrong. Can you forgive someone without an apology from them? Oh, absolutely. I completely, yes, absolutely. But that's like growth, for sure. Um, yes. A huge amount of growth. Absolutely. And that's definitely something that recently came in. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was actually my last session. Yeah. We were talking about that, and my therapist was like, but Jennifer, like, you've healed, and you've done all this work without an apology, mm-hmm. and you were able to forgive, and, like, this is where you're at, and... And, and I see it. And so it was like, yeah, I thank you because that's certainly the way that, that I feel and I'm walking around in the world. It's just sometimes, you know, when people ask for forgiveness, they think you haven't forgiven them. Why? Hmm. Well, because now that relationship looks different Mm -hmm. because now I'm protecting myself. Yeah. Right. Like. I'm setting boundaries, I'm, I'm limiting, I'm being cautious, I'm limiting either my time, I'm limiting how much I disclose, or, or whatever, a combination of, of different things, but it doesn't mean that I haven't forgiven, and it doesn't mean that I haven't healed, it doesn't mean that I haven't moved on from that. It's a lot of energy. It is a lot of energy. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. I'm like, damn, like that just kind of consumes your energy. And that's why, that's why I feel like, um, people or just us in general, like, we'll, you know, forgive each other, forgive others because it, we, we know that it's consuming a lot of us or like a lot of ourselves. Right. It's almost like, what's that thing where they say, like, a frown, when you frown, it uses more muscles in your face than when you smile. Mm -hmm. So it's like the same thing in my mind, right? So the negative feeling, the frown, the negative feeling uses more energy than, like, the positive feelings. Yeah, and I don't want that. I don't want to carry that. That's bullshit. (laughs) For real. (laughs) Like, I don't want to carry that because 
then it's going to spill over mm-hmm. into my relationships. Into, yeah, like your environment, your circle, your aura. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for me, being a mother to a teenage boy, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely don't want any of that bullshit to carry on to him and then make me maybe make him think like he's the one that did something to mm. me or or what have you and and I don't want him to take that on himself I don't want him to then also view the world in a certain way or think about you know even forgiveness or relationships in a certain way either I'm so I need to emulate positive positive right like and essentially love is what it comes down to emulating that love love for myself love for people love for him and and that's all that i'm really trying to do is walk around the world with you know that whole like love one another okay and with that didn't you say earlier like forgiveness there's like a level of love or something or were you reading was it a definition that you read earlier or something? Um, no, uh, it was just a, a random thought. Oh. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about this right now, uh, that, you know, forgiveness, like, is it easier to be let down or what's easier, being let down or being hurt? What's easier, being let down? Like, like if you're constantly being let down by someone. Oh, the same person, like, doing the same action over mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's what I was saying. Yeah, I, I brought that or piggybacked off of that when it's like, um, and because we just covered this in therapy, mm-hmm. <laughs> my, and this has been an analogy that's been used in, in session for quite some time because this is a common subject. But it's the, imagine having a wound with stitches, right? And I actually, when did I fall? Like July 21 or something, Mm -hmm. 2021. And I literally had to get stitches on my face. So then the analogy became very real. Anyway, um, and that's a whole conversation, different conversation. But yeah, so I had stitches And then I did very much have that one stitch. Uh, So the stitches were supposed to dissolve. Some of them had to get pulled out. And then there was that one stitch that was missed, right? And so then it just, like, pushed itself out. But in the... And that was really weird because it happened, like, a long time ago. And I was... Or after, like, I thought all the stitches were out and everything. And then all of a sudden I had this thing protruding from my face. And I was like, what the hell is that? And I yanked it out and I was like oh, that was really weird. Yeah, it was really weird and it was fine. But when somebody is doing that same behavior over and over again and they're apologizing, then it's like the stitches are dissolving or they've pulled out, but there's that one stitch that just doesn't dissolve Mm. and the and the person, their action, their behavior, or whatever, they keep just plucking it. And so it's that one... It's like not changing or not... Right, right. And there's a scar there, and it's healed or whatever, but there's that one little stitch that just keeps getting 
plucked and has to be re-sewn and plucked and getting re-sewn and plucked and getting re-sewn. It's not allowing it to completely heal. heal. Mm. And in, and in the, so for me, that's like a analogy for a profound wound that maybe keeps like coming up in some level, Mm. maybe not the same action over and over again, but action similar to what led to that wound. Right. Okay, so that's what's keeping that hurt there. Not towards the person necessarily, but towards like the result, like what happened, what mm. was that missed opportunity, what was the what was the sacrifice that came from that behavior mm-hmm. from that person. I know that's really vague. Yeah, no, it's not vague. It's just really hard to, like, explain or really get get into a concept or like an idea. Mm. It's it's really hard to, because like you you feel, or like you it, it's more like of a, it brings out so many other things like emotion, mm-hmm. you know, um, mo- most of all, of course, emotion. Mm-hmm. But then. You got resentment, you got anger, you got, you have all these other things, all these other factors, and then, you know, we're trying to pretty much do, like, damage control. Right. And, like like you said, you don't want it to spill over to other parts of your life. Right. You want to kind of, like, nip it in the bud, try to keep it as, con- like, as controlled as possible. But also, you know, resolve the situation or resolve whatever's going on. Um, But what do you think? (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, what did you say earlier? Sorry, now now I'm stuck with that song you were singing earlier. (laughs) I got to get through this. (laughs) We've got to get through this. Oh my god. I gotta, gotta make it through. Such a random song you woke up with. I know. I know. <laughs> but wait, what was the question again? <laughs> I forgot. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. How do you know you've forgiven? Oh, I think we already covered that. Oh, did we? Oh, but okay. you were saying, gosh, what did what you say? What is the hardest part about forgiveness? Did we cover that? Uh, kind of in a way, talking about, well, for me, talking about like, establishing the boundaries what does that relationship with that person look like and then making or how will they take it that's the i think for me that's that's the hardest part yeah of forgiveness right how is that person gonna take this changed relationship and a lot of times it does especially people that are stubborn (laughs) (laughs) well (laughs) Right, because a lot of times, and they're gonna hold on to like a grudge. Like, now they're now they're upset that you like quote unquote haven't forgiven them, and it's like no, bro, I forgive you. It's just taking time. Well, now our relationship isn't the same. Like right. it's, and maybe it will get back to wherever it was, or maybe never. It will never be. But this is what it's gonna look like now. And now, you, the person that committed the offense or whatever. You know, you have to adjust to that and, and be okay with that. And you have to accept that. And I think that then the person 
like when I've hurt somebody, then I I have to sit with that, right? And I have to be like, okay, like this is my, this is where we're at, and how are we gonna move forward? And yeah, it sucks. We can't go back to the way that it was, or at least not right now. And if it never does, then it's like I accept that I I I caused this, and then I have to forgive myself, right? And just truly accept that this person feels the way that they feel and, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. I have to honor that and respect that because I was the one that did the thing that led to that. And that's hard. Mm -hmm. That's really hard. But every action has... (laughs) A reaction. It's called beer. Or cause and effect. Wow. <laughs> yeah, for you. Mm. And that's a whole episode, whole yeah. other episode on its own. Stay tuned. Jeez. Oh, God. We all cope differently. Yeah, absolutely. And that could be a whole other episode too. Yeah. Coping mechanism. Let me write that down. Yeah. <laughs> Please do so. Oh boy. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to talk about in regards to forgiveness? Mm, No, I think that that's it. I mean, it's just... Not going to lie, this this was a pretty difficult subject. Yeah, I mean, I definitely had anxiety. Here we go back to anxiety. Well, (laughs) one, we were cracked out on coffee. Well, that's what I was going to say. And now it's kind of plateaued. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, so then it's like, well, was it the coffee or was it the subject? Both. For sure, both. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. But, but that, I, I feel like that that's how it is with a lot of our episodes. It's because they're such heavy topics and they're so complex, right? Yeah. And, and we're, it's we're, not linear. It's definitely not. We're kind of, you know, going off what each other says and what our experiences you know, with, with the subject and we're, we're thinking about it like off the top of our heads. And I mean, we do pretty damn good, like not going to lie, but if you do say so yourself, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm I'm not the host. You're the host. Wow. (laughs) I can't control what comes out of your mouth. (laughs) Well, Oh my gosh. Um, How do you, sorry. Oh. I know, now we've gone out in left field, and I'm trying to reel it back a little yeah. bit, because I just thought of something. Yeah. When you, because I kind of touched on, like, you know, setting the boundaries, the relationship being different, and then when I'm the one that did the bad thing, or hurt somebody, whatever, I'm the one that has to sit with that and accept that this is where it's at, and, and all of that. So how do you ask for forgiveness? What does that look like for you? I know for me, I know the... the, I'm thinking. Yeah, the knee-jerk reaction is like, oh, I'm so sorry, right? Um, But then to really think about it, and and usually this is the thing that drives me nuts, is that... About me? No, no, no. Oh. Just in general... Usually people are like, oh, it's okay. Is it though? 
You know mm. what I mean? Like, is it though? No, like, don't tell me it's okay. Like, I'm fine. Right. Oh, I'm fine. It's okay. And, you know, Jacob will do this with me where I know, like, damn, that was, I, I overreacted, I fucked up, whatever it was. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And he's like, no, it's okay. And I'll, and I'll literally be like, no, it's not. Like, yes, this happened and it caused this reaction from me, a reaction, mm-hmm. first of all, not a response, a reaction from me that now I see you, you're obviously hurt or scared or whatever it is by that reaction, and that's not okay. Like, please forgive me, and I will do better. Right? Instead of, and then he, and then he'll go into the, like, well, yeah, when you spoke in this way or when you said whatever it was or when you did whatever it was, it made me feel X, Y, Z. Right. And, and then now that he's older, he's like, I also understand that whatever. And I'm like, I appreciate you seeing that. However, my reaction, my action or whatever it was, was, not okay so I want you to know that I am sorry and I will do better and please call me out if I if it looks like I'm going there again or or whatever now he's still a child so it's like then I struggle with that he's still pretty emotionally intelligent I know I love it (laughs) (laughs) I know he just blows me away and it's because we talk right and that's that's a whole other episode, right? Like talking to your kids and instilling in them that it's okay to talk about stuff mm-hmm. um, and like deep stuff. But for the sake of this conversation, it's the, yeah, what does an apology look like? Now that's an apology with my son. I, I mean, Obviously I value that relationship so much yeah. that I want to make sure that... It's resolved. It's, that, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that he's not carrying around that he's not carrying around this negative thought about himself hmm. is what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm. you know, like, like I'm not, I'm not enough to the point where my mom treats me this way. Like my mom treats me this way or says this or did this or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and I know that that's like really digging deep but that's my whole thing like I never want him to to have this like negative thought about himself because of something that I freaking did or said or whatever I don't want that and so when I'm apologizing to him it's very much the it was my I own the thing it was me Uh it wasn't you it was the reaction and and now i'm thinking of a time where i just like went off so sixth grade uh he had to start taking lunch to school and i had the great idea to put freaking sparkling water in his thermos which now i know that you can't do that because the gas is gonna make it had one of those little spouts where you can like pull it up and drink from it Mm -hmm. um well, the gas in the water makes it leak out. And so 
there was a lot of things going on. He had never used a locker before, so he couldn't get into his locker to get his lunch. And then when he did get his lunch, the water was all over. So his lunch was ruined. So he, so point of the story is that he went without eating lunch. And so me, being his mom, I was like, why didn't you eat lunch? That's not okay. Where's your lunch bag? And he had left it at school because he couldn't remember. So then we went over there, and I was like, Jacob, you know, like, I packed your lunch for you, and you know, then you didn't eat it. Like, what the heck? Like, you can't go without eating you know, and then we opened the the locker and his freaking lunch was ruined anyway because of the way that I packed it. So then that was a whole thing. So then it was like, I was then mad at myself for not knowing better that this was going to happen and all this stuff. But it, but I was just like going off about like the whole thing. I was just like, my job is to take care of you. And I did everything that I possibly could to take care of you. And this mm-hmm. is what you did. Like, oh my gosh, Jacob. And and then it, that that becomes like, what are people going to think of my parenting, right? So again, like nothing to do with him. Poor guy couldn't remember his freaking locker. So then I had to like take a step back and he was over there with his head down or whatever. And I took a step back and I was like, shit, that was not okay. And so we had this whole conversation about that because I started thinking like, fuck, my kid's going to think like, what's wrong with me? Like I fucked up. I did the bad thing when like it was a learning experience right for everybody yeah and yeah he needs to know his how to open up a locker obviously and he he learned but there was just all these pressures like all this factor first day of school first day in middle school like whatever so anxiety is high people make mistakes when there's a lot of anxiety and that was and then my fear right so that reaction came out of fear from me of Mm -hmm. like is he gonna be okay and i can't be there right holding his hand and doing all the things for him and taking care of him and how is he going to survive right without me right there by his side by his side and i and me have having that inner battle and struggle but then ultimately acknowledging like this situation happened my reaction was over the top and i am i'm sorry and just like uncovering all that stuff like we like i just told it to you right like it had nothing to do with you. My worry is that you won't be able to take care of yourself, but I know that it takes practice and whatever, and we're, we're learning, and I'll do better. I'll work on it. So I try to catch myself in those moments where I'm reacting to something. And again, just talking about, like, with him. I think, the, yeah, like, the most important thing that I've learned mm-hmm. is not reacting. Right. Or, like not uh coming to a conclusion right away or with me i mean i and i know you already know this with me like i i tend not to to react right away like i like to kind of reflect on it and kind of let it sink in so i like i'm i'm most of all worried of like saying what i don't mean right yeah, and you'll say that, like, I'm still processing, and I just need time. And, yeah, it, and with, you know, with, with us, like, you know, that took a lot of practice and, I guess, therapy, and uh, it, it took, like, an open dialogue, and I felt like that's what's most important, especially with people that you're close with. Mm-hmm. 
like especially like during you know the my parents divorce they always kept an open dialogue so i made sure they made sure that i wasn't blaming myself right and you know that like going through that you know as a young teen where you're still kind of figuring out yourself in the world right you're 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 growing up into an adult whatever that means yeah that's and still happening for me <laughs> so it's, it's an ongoing process yeah and yeah like they they wanted to make sure that you know it's not it's not my fault it's it has nothing to do with me and it's it, they were pretty much saying like it's okay like forgive yourself if you have blamed yourself right for what's what's going on so i i, I as you're talking about your story like that's like my you know personal experience of like what what it means to for me to forgive is is one you know not reacting to letting time pass so we both have a chance to process it however we process it and then three you know have, having an open dialogue and that's my way of saying and and being being uh receptive or being uh you know wanting to to be you know to conclude whatever the hell's going on that's right. that's that's my way it's it's not so much of me starting the dialogue it's it's just i don't know it's like more more of like a feeling or like more of like a like a, a an emotional acknowledgement if that makes sense right and and thank you for going through those like different steps of yeah the thing happened you have a conversation then you take time to process it mm -hmm. then you come back and you have a com a conversation yeah yeah that's beautiful i mean it's pretty much what i was leading to in in my <laughs> example right that it happens it happens you have a conversation about it you think about it you come back and have another conversation when you say like let time I was afraid that you were gonna say but I know you so I knew you weren't gonna do this of like oh let time pass right and a lot of times unfortunately people want to let time pass and that and that is like okay well we never have to talk about it again yeah the offender is like oh good time has passed and I'm not gonna bring it up and hopefully they don't bring it up is sometimes what happens mm -hmm. and then yeah the person that was on the receiving end of the hurt or negative behavior is left with that like well is it worth bringing up to this person or not and sometimes it is and sometimes it's not and that's when we go back to the whole like closure and can it really happen without that closure and again i think that it, can, it most definitely can the relationship's just going to look different. And, yeah. that's, and that's hard to accept, sometimes for both parties or for the offender, especially. But yeah, like especially if, if both parties are able to forgive each other or forgive and forget, quote-unquote. Right. Uh, that, that shows, like, the maturity of the relationship. It, it, it really shows, like, the you're able to be like emotionally mature enough to to put our egos mm -hmm. away and 
you know, re, uh, re revamp or the relationship, like re restart, restore, reset. Yeah. Yeah. The relationship and just move on together. And that's, and that's what the definition I got Mm -hmm. from urban dictionary. Uh, the greatest thing you could ever do for another person and yourself when even after they hurt you so badly, you, you thought you would die. You can move on and love again. Yeah. I love that. You thought you would die. Urban Dictionary, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) And on that note, I think that this conversation has maybe opened up, hopefully opened up some curiosities or new ways of thinking or looking at things. It's definitely for me, I'm like, oh, wow, now we can talk. Now this opens the door to other conversations, right? Like the, we were talking about like, oh, healthy co-parenting or what is it like to date somebody um, a single mom with the healthy co-parenting relationship with their person or whatever. Um, so, and just from this conversation about forgiveness, because all of that comes, <laughs> it ties into everything that we've been talking about. Yeah. So many different aspects. Um, but yeah, so more, more to come on forgiveness, anxiety, boundaries. <laughs> Eventually I'd like to talk about coping. I think that would be a Ah, absolutely. I, I think, I feel that we have touched on a lot of different things and have definitely, you know, left the door open for other conversations. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad thing for people that are like, wait, I want to hear more about this one thing. And it's like, we'll get there <laughs> eventually. But that, that's like the beauty of our podcast. It's, it's, all, it's an ongoing conversation. Yeah. It's like it's an ongoing like people want to respond or like people want to like finish our sentences or like people want to like you were telling me the other day like oh th- this is the word that he was trying to say or th- yeah. this this is what you know so uh I I feel like that's the beauty of our conversations. Yeah, and we'll keep this going for as long as we can, <laughs> I guess. So thank you for listening. So far, even through this conversation, and until, oh, where can they find you, Adam? Oh, I'm at, at DJ Adam Herrera on Instagram. Yes, and please, we welcome your feedback, your thoughts. Your, you want to chime in? Chime in on social media. Uh, my Instagram handle is Jenny's, or at Jenny's underscore pennies, and I do have a website genuinelifecoaching.com where you can message me on there as well and until next time remember your voice matters you are capable you are lovable you are deserving you are enough